welcome to the Nerdy of Nerf podcast. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm Paul, and this is episode three. <laughs> I couldn't talk then. I kind of got a bit of stage fright. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it does. So this week's episode is all about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, I want to dive right in. I thought we'd give it, a, give it a talk just because, like I say, it's a big Marvel release rather than doing a top five this week. Would uh, We've both got quite a lot of opinions and with it ending on Friday, we thought mm-hmm. we'd uh, try and uh, see how we both felt. We've been very hush-hush with each other, so there's been no text uh, messaging for each other. Um, so Not like WandaVision. <laughs> not, not like WandaVision where I was texting everyone and the dog saying, this is amazing, but yes. <laughs> Mephisto! Yes, Mephisto, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna edit edit in and just like put him like a drawing in the background, just going like the old uh, Buffy zombie at the end. Going, <laughs> that would be really cool. That. <laughs> so yeah, this week's episode is just solely focusing on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I have the synopsis from the interwebs, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna read it. I actually have a lot of notes. If you see on YouTube looking down, this is why. So it says. Falcon and the Winter Soldier are a mismatched duo who team up for a global adventure that will test their survival skills as well as their patience. Wow. That's the synopsis from the interwebs. Well, I did hear rumours. This is like going back, like probably just after the announcement of the shows that like about the, uh, the writing process for all the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone came out and said, one division was like uh, the story and everything was planned out perfectly. There's supposed to be good things said about uh, Loki, but yeah. the big thing that everyone was talking about was how much of a mess Falcon and Winter Soldier was in the writing rooms. So that doesn't mm. surprise me with the synopsis being no, that. No, it doesn't. Not even that. But I did, and this was one of my points in one of my notes was that this was heavily affected by the pandemic. Hmm heavily affected. There is scenes and story arcs that have been removed from it mm-hmm. because they couldn't finish filming and right. it kind of took a huge chunk mm-hmm. out of it. What that affected, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But apparently there was like different different um different scenes um extended storylines, extended arcs and it was just heavily affected by the pandemic, but now you say that kind of makes sense to us a little bit because for all I really did I really did enjoy this for loads of reasons I also have a lot of reasons why I I can understand mm-hmm. why a lot of people didn't like it for me I was more frustrated with it um I think it didn't help the fact that it was a shorter run than WandaVision so like the five mm-hmm. episodes I know everyone's saying it's an extended like a movie, it's like a five hour movie type thing, but broken down. It didn't feel like that. Um, no. it's, again, like I say, we'll go into it in a bit more detail. Same as you, I enjoyed aspects of it, mm-hmm. not as much as I wanted to. Um, and I know we shouldn't compare it to One Division because it's an entirely different makeup of a show compared to One Division. Yeah. I loved One Division. I found One Division frustrating, but in a good way. Where this, I was mm-hmm. kind of scratching my head at times. Um, 
I think the big thing with WandaVision that kept you guessing and most of your guesses were wrong. And I love that. Most of you, no, most of your most guesses of your, were wrong. Sorry, most of my guesses were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> fair cop, fair cop. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, with Winter, um, like I say, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, don't think I got many things wrong that are that actually yeah. happen. I think the only thing that throws it through us sideways was uh, Zemo's character. Uh, yeah, you you did not get a lot wrong on this mind. Mm-hmm. Like from the little tidbits that we spoke about, you yeah. didn't get a lot wrong. Um there is a there, the and there was there was a lot of things, and I'm not gonna use the word forced or pushed. I do believe that Marvel had all good intentions. They just went about it in the long-winded way. And we'll get into it as we we talk on, but a lot of things were long-winded. Dialogue was long-winded. I think that would describe the show in a a nutshell. It's a show of speeches. There's so many, even if it's like a 10 second speech or even like a a scene, everything felt like a speech or or not to use the word patronizing, but kind of like getting your point but then just going this is the point yeah. this is you need to know have this my point, point. <laughs> have it in your face yeah i get that totally um i just want to point out as well that obviously these comments are and opinions are our own and if you do disagree with them that's perfectly fine please strike Space up a conversation with us yeah strike up a conversation with us we love talking about and, and debating about this is the reason why we love fandoms for us because we love having that debate with each other on things that you like and don't like. Um, the main story of Falcon and Winter Soldier is the flag smashes. And I want to smash me face off the flag smashes. I want to smash me face off the table That's for them the thing, yeah. even being called yeah. that. That's the thing. Um, uh, me and Nick talked about that this morning. Um, like we, like, as you said, the whole aspect we thought the show was going to be about was the flag smashes. And mm-hmm. I did find the premise really interesting, but that kind of fed, like, faded away and become like a backstory to everything else that was going on. And the conclusion so, to it was just not very uh-huh. fun to that. No, it wasn't. And it was, and it was, it was actually resolved what they wanted with a very long speech at the end which why she couldn't do that in the first place is beyond me but what gets me about them is why the soldiers why the 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 serum the soldier serum why that why did they have to use that in order to get their message across about the it was the immigrants wasn't it people were going to be made immigrants on the back of the snap why did you need the soldier serum in order to get that point across? That's the bit I don't quite understand. Is that just to bring the Winter Soldier's um, past into play? Or was it just so that there could be a force against, like I say, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and, and like I say, now the US agent? Uh, <laughs> but that, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's aspects. I don't want to. I can say because I've texted Sean again. I know Sean little little limp um, <laughs> about this because um, he, he's same as me. He loved it more than me. But I said to him, I don't want to just smash the show and say this is what I. No, get. no, no, I don't. But I have questions. Yeah. I do have questions about it. <laughs> but like I say, it's, 
the more I think about it, the more I've thought about it since I since it ended, it's like the feeling of disappointment. I know <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Marvel go, why the fuck do I care about you? You're just some some guy. But I, I think a lot of people felt that way, and um, from the feedback I've heard from other people, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like we were promised so much, and even like say mm-hmm. one division moved on the story of the Marvel universe, it kind of mm-hmm. took you to a different place, and you think, oh, this is exciting. Basically, yeah, oh, definitely, it's it's that advanced Marvel into yeah. the next stage of Marvel, which yeah. is obviously going to be the multiverses, and it's going to be expanded into the cosmos and the cosmics and mm-hmm. the magic and the you know it, it's 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 showing you where we're going to go. This just was a point to get Sam in that suit. Yeah. Which that was, that's the, the point. Different ways. Like I say, I, I get that aspect. That's part, one of the parts I loved about the show, the whole, like the angst of him not wanting the shield, the reasons why mm-hmm. he didn't want the shield. Like I say, I know, I know it's going to like be a bit rich for me saying it because I'll probably never understand what Sam no. would go through being, like I say, the, uh, like being white. Um, mm-hmm. But the portrayed that really well. And like I say, that was quite touching. And I like that. The only thing I would have probably done differently I would have extended the start and have him mm-hmm. and Naren over the shield rather than just giving away the first episode. Like making he, that he really, the choice yeah, he, first and then giving him understanding the choice rather than yeah. having it to the end of the season to understand it properly. Yeah, and and Isaiah being a massive part of his yeah. decision making. You can't knock. I mean that this is this is how I was thinking about doing it, going through each character. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll start with Sam and Buggy, and then I'll randomly pick other ones. But yeah, we'll start with Sam and Buggy. I think the I think the reason why we got Falcon and Winter Soldier in the first place is because how well these two work together, and it was completely evident in it. The chemistry between them is unreal; mm-hmm. like it's it's magic to watch them. Um, I think with with Sam, obviously Sam's journey is going from point A to point B being point A being who he is now, point B being Captain America. Bucky's on the other hand was it was it was almost like a healing journey that he needed to do. That was the, I, I, I thought Bucky's journey initially was the interesting one and at the end I, it kind of flipped and I, I was more interested in Sam's journey yeah. a little bit but again I'd say I, with the show, I don't know what they wanted from both of them. They didn't know if they wanted like a buddy movie, if they wanted like mm-hmm. an espionage, if they wanted um, to be all out action. It just kind of it, it felt like they wanted to be like lethal weapon, but failed. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> if they'd stuck with the espionage thing, because that's what I loved about Winter Soldier. Yes. If they stuck with that theme throughout, I think you would have had a very different show. Yeah. But it was a perfect way from because. We've seen, we've seen Bucky at his worst. Yeah. We've seen him at, and we've seen him at w- w- what we think is his best. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to see the middle part. And I have enjoyed watching them progress and mm-hmm. grow and and actually take on board what Sam's saying. Yeah. Um. Because I, I because re- that's what Sam does, doesn't he? He's a counselor. He was a counselor for armed force, like for armed services. Um. And he. Bucky's ideal for that, like he suffers major from PTSD. Um, 
but and he needed he did that. I know. Uh, sorry to cut in there. But like, say, okay. on a perfect point there, but the episode where Sam shows Bucky the light was fixed with a speech. <laughs> Again, um, like, yeah, say, massive it, speech. It, it, it's it, like, I know everyone needs like a switch to like a thing, but it was kind of like okay, forcing it home a little bit, fair enough. When Then after you said that, you knew what was going to happen with Bucky at the end. That was... That was I, evident, I, yeah. I would have preferred Bucky to realise that on himself rather than having that... Have it, have it explained to him, yeah. Oh, no, I get that. But that, I did think that bit was between the two of them was really powerful. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it in there that was really powerful and a, a, lot, of, a, lot, a lot of lengthy dialogue but there was some bits in it like just give like even thinking about it gives us chills um and that one i really liked that because it was the two of them being just completely and utterly honest with each yeah, other yeah that was obviously like you say the nicest moment like where you thought that was where it was natural for them i thought yeah that's where definitely. i think both the actors in that was most comfortable but not to like i said like i said the thing with that part of the the show which threw me completely off the show straight away though like it, it's it was so weird it's almost like the film that's out of order it's mm-hmm. um because they had sam and bucky talking throwing the shield about catching it like hey dad like doing the sun then <laughs> i'm realizing that after that yeah i'm going to be captain america i'm going to train then we moved into a rocky montage of sam forgetting how to fucking catch the shield i was like wait there you were flipping it Oh, your head off trees, catching sure. left arm, right arm, and now it's you, you, you nearly destroying the house. You've got little kids running about, you could kill the fucking kids. <laughs> I let's, was like, What the fuck's going on? <laughs> exactly. Let's get into the shield a second, mm-hmm. but just because the shield was its own character in this mm. thing, in this program, it was its own standalone character because it was of grave importance to everybody. Mm-hmm. But the shield. Got destroyed at the end of Endgame. So, how how was it remade? Because that's not the original shield then. Yeah, my understanding is when Steve went back in time to fix all the the stones and and stuff out, did he have the shield then? Or he just had the shield, didn't he? Yeah, and he, his shield was with him when he came back. Now, I, that is a question mark I have down on the shield, is how was it remade? <laughs> I don't think it was remade, but it could be you like... think it's the original the that he took? Time, like, when Steve got his hands on the original, he could have mm. just put like, save. So, again, Marvel's normally the king with continuity, but that, yeah... That, mm-hmm. I, that, that's the one thing, and I'd be interested on people's thoughts on that because maybe I'm just overthinking it. Um, but the shield, how was it remade? Um, so yeah, it, this it wasn't that was a huge utter importance throughout the whole of this was that shield. <laughs> everyone, everyone wanted it, and John's um, attempt at the end was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I felt sorry from like say when he saw it a little bit mashed up. I was like. Um, I think there was a, a picture online so on uh, John's Google search when I was saying, how do you make a shield? How, how do you make a vibranium? Uh, <laughs> and stuff. I, I thought that was quite amusing because so, even this uh, super soldier serum, he wouldn't be able to um, afford no. it. <laughs> here's, my, here's my thoughts on John Shield because John Shield is 
we'll move on to John in a minute, but I'll just I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on his shield. So I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he wanted a shield for the in the same respect as he had the last time, because obviously that is made of a vibranium, very different. You would never be able to remake it. John had his medals stuck on the back of it. Yeah. I generally believe that it was there as a reminder because there was a speech between him and his friend when he said, you know, they've given us a medal and it reminds us of the worst day of my life. Mm -hmm. But it's the worst days of his life is the reason why he does what he does. Yeah. And the reason why he is a soldier for. And I think he wanted that reminder as he was going, uh, going into this fight that this is what why he does what he does he's trying to convince himself that he is an actual good guy yeah that's my thoughts on it so um think... kick me computer sorry that's fine don't worry alex i'll i'll move on to like say john in a moment as you said uh -huh. there's aspects like say with that because i thought was brilliantly done and again I say it might be what you said before with the pandemic effect and could could mm. reasons, but um, just to finish off what you said about like I say with the character of like the shields itself, mm -hmm. even in the comics it's always been the symbol of that thing, and yeah. I think that would they hinted at as well with the like I say the the, the fight at the end with I've got a name I've got a name there uh, Carly and uh, Sam over mm -hmm. the shield because basically when she was wanting them to fight back it's basically her attacking not sam but this this the symbol that he represents and that was basically what she wanted um to basically to fight against um but i think the whole symbol of captain american stuff like even through like avengers um like say when you got the people at the end when they've done the little bit montage video and they saw like all the kids drawing the shield or drawing the yeah. That was always the important thing. That's the a sign of hope. And I know they never addressed it during the show, which was a big shock to me, was what happened to old man Steve as well. Because I'm sure in the trailer there was a like a funeral scene or thing. And I, like I said, that, that was one of the things I was thinking we were going to see Steve's uh, funeral because he's not even mentioned, really. No, he's um, not. It's like just Steve's gone. Yeah. Well, where's Steve gone? The retirement home? The ground? But, like, tell us. Yeah, because if Steve, because if Sam had so much doubt about himself, you would think, I know they'll probably have to pay Chris Evans a shit, shitload of money, but just to have one saying, and Sam saying, look, why? And Sam then, for Steve to say something, just to say it. And mm -hmm. not because of this, not because of that, just because, like say you can bring us hope that that would have been mm -hmm. like say so monumental for the show and that would have just like brought it from there to there or massively but just to not have have a show about captain america and not have any reference to what happened Steve. to him was a bit yeah you want to i know i get what you're saying because now we now as you know at the end of the program which i thought god it gives us goosebumps thinking about it it changed the title from Falcon to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which yeah. I, I personally loved. I yeah. absolutely loved that. Um, but you can't go into a new Captain America without kind of like well, for me anyway. I want. I would. I would like to know what happened to Steve. Yeah. Like, I really generally want to know. Did Steve have a good life? Like, I know he kind of hints at. Like, he does talk a bit about it, but did he? 
did he die happy? Like, is he dead? Yeah. Is he in a, like, I don't know, Isaac I, I do want to know. Isaac's still, still around. That's mm-hmm. the thing, so, I know. Why isn't Steve? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was all I think. But again, like, 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 touching on what you just said there, like, say, I thought that was a nice touch. Ended it quite well with this show. And I think they announced uh, the next day that they're moving into production for Captain America 4. No. No, mate. They announced it the same day because I got an email come through saying Captain America, um, Captain America 4 confirmed. And I was getting, oh, you've got to be <laughs> kidding us. So I <laughs> hadn't even watched the episode. Yeah. So no, it was the same day. I said, Jant, you better put this on now because guaranteed I'm going to get another email shortly telling us something else that's happened that's progressing uh, the storyline on somewhere else. Yeah, there was a few websites on Facebook and stuff I unfollowed just posting pictures um, pretty much the same day, which I thought was bullshit. But they cannot, they cannot help themselves. They get, I, I knew what was in that box. I knew yeah. his his um, costume was going to be, you know, comic accurate. I knew I, it. I was surprised that went so comic book accurate as well. It was so comic book accurate. Um, I know Marvel have. Either, either went quite quite comic related or moved away from it to, to a little bit, which has worked well, but I wasn't expecting it to be so... It was so comic book related. I wish I actually have Captain America issue one with Sam as Captain America and it's somewhere under the bed. I don't <laughs> quite know. I wish I'd actually thought about getting it out, but it is so comic accurate. And I knew it was in that box and I knew I was going to see it and I, did, I got goosebumps when he walked out in it. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like was my comic book friends who posted it straight away and was like, look, oh, comic book accurate. And it's like, oh my God, just give people a fucking chance to watch it. The only thing I was disappointed with the outfit, like say, I love the look. Uh, I did like it, but with, with it coming from Wakanda, I was ex- expecting some fucking snazzy Wakanda tech. Because uh, <laughs> like I said, the wings are probably made of vibranium, but the whole outfit just looked like a normal outfit. Hang on a minute. He managed to de- deflect a helicopter off his wings by simply putting it over his head. Are you look what else are you looking for? If you look at Black Panther's outfit. <laughs> look at that. What, what they did with Black Panther's outfit and Killmonger's outfit. That was fucking yeah. I was expecting Where did I see that? Maybe not nanotechnology, but at least rather than like I say just a jump sh- a jumpsuit with the red, white and blue. Um, where did I see that the other day? And it was, you know, the absorbent where you're like, you can absorb something and then use it against mm-hmm. whoever he's fighting. Oh my God, it was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. So sh- <laughs> I still haven't seen that. That's tonight's view. Sorry. <laughs> that, oh, you're going to, you just need the messages when you're finished because I actually really enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, but he did manage to deflect a helicopter off his wings yeah that was impressive the fight sequences in this from start to finish yeah. were amazing the fact that they managed to bring um john george george saint pierre back in it again yeah. yeah if that was that was such a great touch and you've said this a few times that you like callbacks there was a hundred and one callbacks throughout this whole thing um and he he probably was the biggest one because he's the the minute i saw him i was the biggest one for me was the car 
the chair. That was the biggest <laughs> when, uh, when Sam was in the in the back this time saying you're not going to move forward and he just looked and you thought that's I love that part but that's what yeah. I think Marvel do brilliantly them these little touches and the little things that yeah. you might notice and um, talking about things that you don't notice as well I know you've looked into like say a lot of the Easter eggs one of the things that we me and Nick just watched and noticed and it was quite a it, it's you don't think about it because it's a standard it's and uh, when Sam and Isaac's in the back garden at the end and they're just talking and Isaac's doing the gun, he just picks up this fuck off tree with his hands and just places it and it's like it's like that that shouldn't you know, a human being shouldn't have picked that up, but they don't even make reference to it and it's just like it's, it's so well done. I didn't even notice. Um so yeah, I did pick up on a lot of it. And I'll get into the little tidbits later of mm. because this is very the soup is very comic accurate, accurate, and even some of the characters in there that you might not be aware of if you're not a comic book reader um, actually are superheroes in their own right um, and not just the, the obvious ones. So we'll go on to John. John Walker, played by Wyatt Russell, who looks exactly like his daddy, has such of his daddy facial features. Very confusing for me. Really, <laughs> isn't it? But I had um, the biggest crush on Colby Horn, so... <laughs> I still have a massive crush on... Um, Kurt Russell. I can't even think of Kurt Russell, that's it. Um, but Wyatt is... He was fantastic. He is in... I posted a meme in the, um, on the group chat today, and it was, welcome him to the... the I, you know, you're such a good actor. We all absolutely hate you in this character group club. He was, um, he was brilliant. I really did enjoy his character. I enjoyed his because I hated him yeah. so much. Um, because he he was the ultimate douchebag. Think he was known best. Like there was a thing I saw. Um, I think someone wrote. Whenever Steve would introduce himself, he would never say, "I'm Captain." America. He would say, "I'm Steve Rogers. Who are you?" Like when Wyatt, um. Basically, uh, John Watt, he would say, he would, wouldn't say, hi, my name is Johnny. He would say, hi, I'm Captain America. So it was kind of like the title uh, was was enough for him. And that's what, that's what, what, what yeah. he wanted to be. I think, I think this explains Steve a lot as well. Um, the, and because the, the soldier, what's it called? The soldier serum. The I can never think of the name. Um, so, I want to say super soldier serum, but I don't know if I'm it was, wrong or right. I think that's we are with episode. It was always the Super Soldier Serum. Um, like, say, if anyone else knows it, please comment on. Yes, please, <laughs> please. I'm happy to be corrected. But um, I'm just going to call it. I'll just call it the Serum because the the way that because him and his friend have this really good again lengthy dialogue conversation. But it was really interesting because it was their interpretation of what the Serum does for you and how it would have really helped them in certain situations. But then you have to remember as a viewer, what was said to Steve from the person who created it originally was that it enhances everything that's in you already. So yeah. the good guy becomes the greatest guy. Like that, It enhances yeah. your good parts, it enhances your bad parts. So if you've got evil in you, that serum's going to find it and it will enhance on it. Hence the reason why John is the complete opposite of Steve in every way because John... The, the it takes us back to the scene where Bucky says, did you throw yourself on a grenade? And John's like, yeah, I did it four times. And I generally don't think he did it for the same reason that Steve yeah. did it. He's probably read I about don't. Steve doing it and saying, look, I can do it better than Steve. It, it, it's one of these people that you, 
that you <laughs> that you're friends with, you'll have a friend and that you'll tell them a story and they'll say, well, I did this better. I've got, uh, it's like, oh my I, God, I, is that I'll the, met this other person and they'll, they'll always have one, like a one-up year type thing. Um, yeah, I went to Tenerife, you went to Eleventh. Yeah. 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 I, I love that saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's a type of person you come across and it's like, it was always his way and uh, it was always right. Um, but again, I think he, I think he had good intentions yes. in, a, in a way because he is, you know, he's an army man, but he's, and he kind of says it himself, like you programmed me this way. I am who I am because of the way that you programmed me. Mm -hmm. I do think he has good intentions. Otherwise, why would he have saved them people at the end? He had every, he had every opportunity to go one way and go back into the fight or save the people in the truck and he, he chose the right way. True, but that was one of the weirdest arcs, uh, like character arcs I've seen in a TV show. Uh, just by having a, a look, um, going from like a murderous rampage, uh, like one dimensional attack, then mm -hmm. suddenly saying, oh, oh no, people's getting in trouble. Where it's, it's not like, been in his character before if that makes sense it's not been hinted it at does. um it was it's, i know you said you didn't want to use the word forced but i think that mm -hmm. was one of the forced things for me where it, it kind of went and then for the whole sam and bucky to be like quite standoffish all the way through the show and then mm -hmm. just for them just to nod at him and say yeah yeah you're a cool guy now and then it was yeah there was, was nothing like, really what? said about there was nothing really said about the his behavior beforehand after he had his little it was like that was enough to redeem him yeah but it wasn't enough to redeem like really what did he do was that was that bad to mm -hmm. them he i don't know i i've I'm a little bit torn on John because I want, I, 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 by the end of it, I did feel a little bit sorry for him, especially the speech he gave to the government when he had, he was stripped from everything. Like mm -hmm. he is a, he's a product of his environment. Yeah. And I, I think that people do like, they can change and can deprogram themselves because look at how Bucky did it. Not just like a, uh, oh shit, yeah. something happening over here, but no. Um, but Bucky had to go through, Bucky did have to go through a, um, a massive program with uh, in Wakanda, yeah. which I thought was brilliant, bringing the, the door Malaji into yeah. it. I thought that was fantastic. They are fantastic. I would like let's to let's see more of them. Yeah, to, just have a show with them, I'll be happy with. But um, no, I think... Again, if it was like an eight-episode show, um, and like, the, yeah, an eight-episode mm. series, um, there yeah, Thomas said series, not season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, comment. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it just felt like say that's like aspects felt so rushed. Where like say the build-up was done really well. Like that's why I loved. Uh, not to half back to one division every time because that that is going to be our reference point moving forward for the TV shows really. Yeah, it's the only one we really have well to go off. Timed out and uh, even though it was frustrating at the start, you felt that everything was given the conclusion or you were given, like, say everything you needed with the show. With this, I was kind of like scratching my head, going, if, what? <laughs> "It doesn't really." I couldn't understand why they were like just accepting them now after. I'd say so long. Um, 
I know now Sam had the shield and ex- accepted it so but mm-hmm. that aspect just didn't didn't fulfill what I wanted from it yeah I get, I get what you're saying I'm just I'm very torn on John because I if they I, I can't like he, yes he was arrogant and he was a bit of a dick and he was very much up himself he, he put Captain America on a in a place of authority and I don't think Steve ever did that yeah like he never he never he never made himself like an authority figure even mm-hmm. though it, that's what he may have been like because he was like in the Avengers but authority why he, he didn't come across as an asshole about it yeah. and John did but in the grand scheme of things yeah John did kill that guy mm-hmm. what else did he really do that was so bad I think it was just like I say a cock show, but I think the actor just being an asshole. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think with the performance, the performance was was great. Like I say, I can't fault because I think everyone in the world, like I say, the hashtag went out, not my captain. So he did he's not. He's not my captain, America. That's yeah. for sure. So that that's that was the whole thing, and um, I'm interested to see him going forward. Like I say, they've they've done the reveal now of the U.S. agent, which U.S. agent knew was coming. Um, so this is where this is where it gets interesting, um, because for all we've got a very we've got we we're getting to we we've getting to meet people and getting Sam to a place where we can move on somewhere else and we know who these people are. If that's all we get, if that's all anyone takes from the show, then that's great. But it opens up so much in respect to going forward. Um, I'm just going to dive into it and just put it out there. Thunderbolts. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the next thing. But I know with, like I say, when, when we got Iron Man and stuff, all the little teasers was hinting next thing is going to be the Avengers. That's where there was mm-hmm. leading to. And like I say, teased to, uh, like I say, after that, it was teasing to like Thanos. And then when you, like, say, the Infinity War was coming and stuff. We don't know, quite know where this. We don't know where we're going. There's a lot of different things. Like the Thunderbolts, as I said, uh, I think I've had the conversation with you before. It's going to be like mm-hmm. that will be more of a grounded type of battle, like a whole. Like, so, I think you should explain the Thunderbolts to people who don't know who they are. Um, because it was it's General, created by it was created General by Ross. Zemo. Yes, but General, it was General, General, uh, General Ross as well. He had a big part of it. It was supposed to be like his project. Uh, uh, I that it now, maybe. Yeah, the General Ross Thunderbolt. Uh, yes. Thunderbolt. Um, but you've seen him in, like, say, the, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, and he's been, like, say, he was the, uh, the, the old dude that brought the Accords in during Civil War. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, say, with Nemo being in the raft and him being, him being in charge of the raft, um, like I said, we don't know what Madame Hydra's part in this is going to play, but... Uh, is that Viv? Yes. Viv, played by the great Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Wow, she was fantastic in it. <laughs> Not given anything away on who she is, but what is her, her full character's name is Valentina Allegra Fontaine. Wow. And to say it easy, it's just Madame Hydra for the comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is it's what worries me about story in the comics as well, because she's been like, say, like a double agent, triple agent. She was always playing off all the sides, and she she was she in the love she's interest. Out for uh, Nick Fury as well for a certain point in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, she was. 
they'll be interesting learned that this week. down that route but the only thing like I say I think with, with Thunderbolts because like I say they've, they've got now Z as, as Zemo in the raft they've got the abomination somewhere which um, I've heard rumours Tim Roth is happy to come back so again yeah, I think that's fantastic so key members of the team potentially um, I thought and John Yep, John. And like I say, the flag, I thought maybe if the flag smashes, it got to the raft. But um, like I say, Zemo appears that, that that didn't happen. But uh, what did, I'm going to get to Zemo in a bit. I'm, I'm going to save me comments for that, but for Zemo, because I am. Um, <laughs> when This is what gets me worried about Marvel right now. So when, we, when Iron Man came out, and then you started, then you found out like Thor was coming out, Captain America, and then we'll get in the Avengers. You saw a pattern. You just brought it up yourself. You saw a pattern of where this was going to, okay? I don't see. They're bringing in so much. It's almost like I, I'm, t I'm scared that they're going to m muddy things up like they did with the comics and how we had to then. How many resets did we have in Marvel Comics? If you're a Marvel comic fan, there was so many resets of and then events and going oh, it, I'm scared that's where it's going to because they're bringing so much in so I'm just gonna the um the guy oh me notes um the guy who played Joaquin Torres who is um the military guy the who was working with Sam yeah the Falcon 2 apparently <laughs> the Falcon 2 well he is he's, he's another Falcon however Isaiah's grandson mm -hmm is also another falcon right oh i did not know that one uh, ah, see, th i did not know that until because i didn't watch the series again i just went on youtube and watched easter eggs that you may have missed and he was one of them and i wrote it i was like oh that's interesting mm. that was quite interesting um but then so they're bringing in names of people who go on to become part of it like the part of the young avengers um or the new avengers however yeah. you want to look at it um uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm scared they're gonna muddy things like they did in the comics yeah. because i don't know where they're going with this next phase of marvel well like you say with the next like say a lot of things that we've got coming out we've got loki well we've got apparently black widow if it ever does come out <laughs> i just want to say it at this point i said to Anthony the other day i'm getting sick I always said, me and Carolyn, this was it. This was our this was our return to cinema with Black Widow. Yeah. And now I don't give a shit. I just want to see it. Well, apparently, like I said, because I can't see her full name, but Madame Hydra, first appearance was meant to be in Black Widow. It wasn't meant to be Winter Soldier. That was supposed to be the second appearance. God damn it. So that would have been good. Oh, that's ruined it now. Like. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so. Because that's why I was a bit surprised. Because um, that's because the rumours are again. If this is going to be a spoiler, so if you don't know, want to know about it, it, it it's not fact. It's just stuff I've heard that at the end of uh, Black Widow, that Madame Hydra uh, recruits um, the sister. I can't, Florence Pugh. Yeah. I don't know what her sister's name is, but the actress is called Florence yeah. Pugh. So she's supposed to be, like, say, the first was supposed to be the first recruit. Um, so that's, that's. I, I still think the sister is her. 
<laughs> and I, I don't know if this was actually on the, the first recording that didn't yeah. work. It might have been, but my theory was... Have this discussion where you think um, Scarlett's going to be replaced on Volumia? Is it Volumia? Um, yeah, it, it was, was actually our sister. Yeah. But I'm probably going to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, I can say that, that's what I've heard the rumour is. But um, I can say then we've got Loki. Which is going to be a complete mind fucking just just looks I like think that's, fun. It does look really fun, but I think that's going to give you more of more of the how the Marvel universe is going to be seen going forward mm -hmm. than this was. This has actually confused us because yeah. I don't know. Like with One Division, we knew where that was going into, and yeah. at the end, we were like, "Oh yes, it's Doctor Strange and the multiverse." Like. And yes, that, that I think that's where Marvel's main thing's going to be. And thank yeah, that it, I just where does this fit into it? Yeah, because like I said, the next one after that is Shang Chi, then Eternals, and then like I said, am so looking forward to the Eternals. I, I was never a fan of the comics, so again, I know it's no, uh, me neither. But it, I just love the cast. It's very colourful, I believe. But um, yeah. Because I think that's when they're going to be, like, say, because there's supposed to be rumours for that as well, that Thanos is back in it in some way, just as a, as a, like, a flashback. But um, that's where I think they might have elements of Galactus in there as well. But again, yes. it's it's just a lot going on. But at, at your point, what, you, what we're making regarding uh, what we call, call now Captain America and uh, Winter Soldier, um, if you start the show and end the mm -hmm. show, the only real thing that's moved on is Sam now has a different suit. There's no actually moving forward with the storyline. The only thing I'd like say we'll probably will discuss it like about the character as well, because like I say, one of my shouts did call out. Um I think let's not get into her at the minute. <laughs> no, let's not get into uh, her. Like I say, I've got a, I've got a theory about uh, her that me and Sean had a conversation with. It was actually Sean's um I'll give Sean his due. He, he says I am something about it, but uh, We'll I am interested to hear that theory, but I do not want to talk about her yet. Cool. Um, I want to talk about Baron Seymour. Yes. Hell and the absolute waste of a good bad guy, because they did not use him to his full potential. The fact that Bucky just walks up to him with a gun, drops the bullets, and then the Dormelage is there to take him. What the fuck did that mean? Um, I've actually wrote down what the fuck does that mean? I think it was supposed to be like a metaphor that Bucky now has changed and he's not just a killer and like I said, he was seeking justice but again, I could have done it I, It, it, way, it uh, didn't land with me you know, I, like I, say, I, I, I liked the way they used uh, Baron Zemo and I loved um, like I say, the actor who plays him like I say, I've seen him in a few things now like I say, Daniel um, Daniel Brawl, he was oh, fantastic in Inglorious Bastards absolutely. I loved him in uh, Rush as well like I say, was it Rush, the one with um, the racing car driver when he played Nicky Lauder oh I've never seen it, is that with them he, yes he is in it, that's with um, Chris Hemsworth uh -huh. he's yeah. also in The Alchemist as well and he's bloody brilliant right? he's the main star of that, he absolutely Alchemist, yeah I'm probably saying that wrong, sorry. But yeah, um, him, he's, he's just, he's so good. And I just don't think, oh, I just wanted to see more. I, 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 I like just wanted more. I like as well, because, like I say, it, 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 
you saw that you saw the fun side and it's, it's good when like, you get flip a script and you don't expect because you expected him to be the big bad of the whole show when you saw the trailers you thought right he's going to be behind it all and, and running the show and stuff but I wanted him to be behind it all but like, yeah, it could be for another story but I thought it was really fun and Smart, oh, don't like, get us wrong, Paul. When he was on it, he was brilliant. Yeah. Like that dance, the yeah. fact that Marvel made that into an hour video and stuck it on YouTube for people was absolutely brilliant. He, I just wanted to see more of him, and I wanted yeah. to, I want to know that we are going to get to see more of him because I his think, costume was fantastic. Yeah, that was the biggest one. You only saw him in the hood once, um, and it was only for like a short period, and it looked good. It, like, it looked so came. good. Looks quite good. I, the, I didn't know hat. how they were gonna. I just didn't know how they were gonna do it from comic to that, and it worked perfectly. He was dressed perfectly, and I just want more from him. Sorry, I, I think do. The fact that he didn't get killed off is is a thing where I think Marvel, when they know, like it's it's similar with Loki, when they know they've got something that 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 just works, they, they will use it and use it. Like they said, I just hope they don't overuse it. Uh, but um, like I say. I think he's on the bigger things and I love the whole so. Deadpool aspect of it at the end when when they done when he was in the cell and the they were broadcasting uh, like say what had happened and he kind of broke the fourth wall a little bit and looked at, looked at the camera and smiled and you thought that's that's quite nice done like I say that was a little bit of a Deadpool aspect <laughs> I didn't even notice yeah it's just a, like a little a little frame he's like he's sitting, he's sitting in his cell he's reading his um, this uh, is the radio, and then as soon as it does these notes, and he just turns to the side and just goes, like smiles, and you think he could be smiling at a guard, it could be smiling at. It was very much at the camera, and like I said, it reminded us quite a lot of Deadpool. That's really, I didn't even notice that. That I, I, I didn't get his his butler. <laughs> I, had, I, I was his butler. I was going, who's that? Who is it? Like, like thinking it was someone important. Like, like Even Marvel needs likes to reach out to DC and and steal a bit of Batman now and then. Everyone needs a butler, so yeah. Needs uh, his <laughs> butler. I, so I, yeah, I think he wasn't. I don't, I don't think he was used to his full potential. I think we could have had more out of him. What we got from him was absolutely fantastic. Again, this is just my opinion. I, I just wanted, I just wanted to see that suit. Oh. <laughs> wanted to say he was a good dresser he was a really good dresser so even though he had a bit like it was a bit weird with the kids but like i say everyone has a bit of a strange thing giving them sweets to information but <laughs> well i like i like someone to, and i can't give credit to the person who who said this but it was very much like narnia yeah very I, much like the snow queen from narnia with the turkish delight um and getting kids to do their bidding which is how she got to I should know. I read this. My mum read me this story millions of times as a kid, and I cannot remember the children's names. <laughs> but yeah, it was very much like the Snow Queen from Narnia, um, with the how were you? He he got children to do his bidding. Well, it's it because children know children can sneak in and out of places without being detected. I I totally get it. Mm -hmm. It's like it was like the the spider on Game of Thrones. He used children to do his. He's bidden, but he didn't give them Turkish delight, like. But. No, we're not going to do it. <laughs> no, no, I don't even want to think. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what was that, Baron? Right, let's do it. Let's let's get into this shit show that Sharon Carter. 
Right. So I'm, I'm going to be a bit smug here because I called it. Go on, you can do it. You can do it. Go on. That she was going to be the, the power broker. Um, do you want to you know what I wrote? That way as well, because it wasn't a big wow. I think, it was, I think they wanted it to be like a <gasps> moment, but it was kind of like, oh. Do you want to know what I wrote on my notes? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit that Sharon Carter was the power broker? Why is she even in this? I See? don't get it. Ah. Sean, I'd say I give him credit for a little bastard. Um, <laughs> he sent us a text and went, she's a fucking scroll. Not the first time I've heard that. So, Not the first time I've heard that. And if that is... Secret war type thing, so yeah. If that's the case, then it makes it a hell of a lot more interesting. But if that is plain old Sharon Carter behind that skin, I am not that bothered. Why the fuck should I give a shit about her being a power broker? Because let's be honest, she weren't even that good to start with. She ain't nothing like Arantney, that's for damn sure. No. Probably just pissed that uh, Steve chose Arantney over her. But the thing that confused me as well, because she was very two uh, goody two shoes and very much for uh, like like she was one of the first ones when like during civil and uh, what was it um, Captain America oh. wouldn't sort of to turn on Hydra and say no no wear shield wear the good guys type thing oh my god she was in Winter Soldier wasn't she yeah. and now, I about that. now five years later like after the snap just because she gives a shield and because the, the country didn't wanted her as a uh, as a fugitive she, she's turned into like this Turned on for bad guy. Bad guy that that's all all out for power, and now that when at end credit scene when she's being pardoned, she's like, yeah, I've got access to secret shit. Whoever's on the phone, it's like, this is just boring. This is, do you know, if she is a scroll, then yeah, I I do like it mm -hmm. because it has to be more interesting than her. Yeah, I just I never like Sharon in the comics. Mm -hmm. I certainly don't like her in the pro in the um in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She is just Agent Thirteen, wasn't it? Yeah. Don't give I don't give a shit, <laughs> and she didn't give us a good enough reason to give a shit. And yeah. you're right, the reveal was absolutely pathetic. It was uh, dun dun. That was about it. That's as best I can describe it. Yeah. I don't care. I wrote it so many times on a piece of paper. I don't care. But the thing is, <laughs> I think. What confuses a little bit about the show, and I spoke to me uh, a lot at work, Andy, about it. They got the show backwards at times, where at the start they have all these massive action scenes and like big, big set pieces and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the big uh, fight between Bucky, Walker, and Sam happens at the start of episode um, four, is it? Yeah. I was five. Um, I think so. I was five, five. It was either five or four. It was at the start. And then afterwards, it was just all downhill. It was like built up, think, oh, this is amazing. But then it, it should have been, like, say, the slow burner where it gradually built up to the fight or built up to the. Yeah. So there was all, like, say, these type of aspects. And I think one of the things that this show did fall from as well was the Lord of the Rings effect have too many endings. Because it had like Bucky going off. Oh to... my gosh, yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, I, I was had... wondering where you were going with that there, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Going off to, to, to basically seek redemption for, for his past. Had Sam then accepting the shield and taking Isaac to the memorial. Um, had... We'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. 
we had uh, the US soldier getting his, uh, getting his new suit, and we had Sharon getting a pardon. So again, we've had four or five different endings to, to a show that yeah. only had five or six episodes, which to me, it, it was a little bit of an overkill as well. Again, did you notice John's suit was um, was the winter was Captain America's Winter Soldier suit, but with the black, white, and red with the black and red? I in didn't the middle instead of was bored by then. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, was paying, I was paying. I've, I've watched. I've there. watched it twice as well. Like say, um, the second time was a lot, lot harder to watch, which was surprising. But yeah. Um, like I, said, I know we've kind of almost shit all over this, which is something I wasn't expecting out of me anyway, because I am the I am the Marvel fan girl. I'm not ashamed to admit it. And there's very sometimes it's very hard for us to find things that I don't like. Oh. And for all I really did like this. There's a lot that I didn't like, but I do want to get into the bits that I did like. Yeah, I think it's it's not that I, I think it's coming across that way. I didn't like it, but it's more it disappointed us than didn't like it. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like we you wanted. I think I think with yeah, Mar the, Marvel's give us over the last few years. I think what, they've had mm -hmm. shit. They've had Iron Man three. They've had Thor Dark World, but they've learned from their mistakes. Like say, yeah, they, they said, oh, without a shadow of a doubt, Guardians of the Galaxy or uh, Thor Ragnarok. It, it's moved on to a place where you think oh, right, it's given us yeah. better, where this has went backwards a little bit from, in my yeah, eyes. But not enough, not enough. It's nothing in comparison to um, how bad of a shit show Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 were because I generally did think at that point Marvel was done with. Yeah. I really did. I thought there's no way that you can't come off the back of them two films mm. and and, and do any it's it's gone it's gone and then they brought out Winter Soldier Winter Soldier was straight after yeah. Thor 2 and holy shit thank god for the Russo brothers because that was I felt I, I, I was like right this is promising and then I knew they were doing Civil War and yeah. I was always a bit because Civil War is one of my favourite arcs even though it was one of the ones that took us a long time to read because I read start to finish with <laughs> every single in. I didn't just do the Civil War story, I did yeah. every tie-in and I really, but I love the fact that they took the element of Civil War and managed to adapt it for the cinematic universe. Yeah, I didn't think they would be able to do it. I didn't think they would be able to do it. was huge and they made Massive. it they down, made it more of a smaller intimate scale but I, to me, I know this might sound controversial and uh, I've had a lot of arguments with it I like Civil War. I do love it. I don't think it would have worked if Marvel didn't get Spider-Man. No. I think that... I totally, 100% agree with you. But that brought up a little bit, because like, I'm not ashamed of it. I cried a little bit in the cinema when I heard when I saw the, the screen come up saying Queens, and you saw Robert Downey Jr. sitting with Aunt Mia, and then Peter just looking all... I was just like, that, that brought me down. I, I, <laughs> wish, I wish I had that same emotional connection with Spider-Man but I don't and I think it's more to do with um I don't want to put gender into it but I am a girl and I and I think boys do gravitate more towards Peter Parker because he is the he was he's the young kid who got the powers and and I think yeah, and exactly <laughs> and I think you can relate more to yeah. that than what I can and I, I totally get it um, and I really wish I had that emotional connection with Spider-Man but I do I am a that's 
that comic means like that arc sorry means a lot because I did read from start to finish I invested so much time like the tie-ins there is almost 50 plus and, th and then you your main story is only what five books yeah but the, it, it was a huge thing for us to do and I, and I'm, I'm glad I did it um, and if Spider-Man wasn't in it it would have um it would have upset us because that was the one of the pinnacle moments. I know they were never going to do that. They were never yeah. going to do this the, the, from what the, in the comics where Spider-Man reveals himself as Peter Parker because that was huge. Yeah. But just the fact he was in it, mm -hmm. that made it really special. Yeah. But it was like his introduction. I loved it. I, I, I really did love it. Mm. We've totally gone off topic. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine. Say but thank you. That's because I know, I know you're the ultimate, like, that's why we're a little bit choked and cheese. Because like I say, I love Marvel, but to be fair, I'm, like when it comes to comics, I'm always a DC fan. Um, like I say, always. But um, and you're like I say, the, the Marvel girl there. But it's nice. My Captain America. Like I say, because to be fair, like I say, DC have had been shit on for the films and 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 stuff that they've produced over the last few years. So it's nice to even it out a little bit. <laughs> Don't yeah. Uh, no, I get it, and and I um. Don't discredit DC's animated series though, because that is phenomenal. But there, the films are shit. Um, nothing in comparison to my Marvel. But I will, I will say when Marvel fucks up, I'm not. I'm. I, I am a. I am a huge fan, and there's. It, it. They have to really push us. Like it has to be Iron Man three levels in order to push me over the edge. But I will say when the the effed up and they didn't in Civil War. But I, I don't even know how we got into Civil War. How did we get there? It's all like links in somehow. Like I say, that's the that's the beauty of Marvel. You can it's like the Kevin Bacon effect. You it'll all link up somehow. Six, six <laughs> degrees of Kevin. Six degrees of Marvel. Um, I do. Yo, know, I want to get into the good side of it because yes. I think Marvel really. And I do, I've been trying to think all day how to phrase this because I don't know how to say it right. But Marvel really took world events, especially with the events of last year and the Black Lives Matter movement uh, and put it because I don't want to say political because it's not political it's social yeah. um, and they really put it in here and it it, it, it didn't have a, I don't think it'll ha ever have the same impact as what Black Panther did for the black community because that yeah. I cried so much over that when that came out and for them and seeing you know the, the black community getting their superhero and getting it with to oh, it was beautiful it was so beautiful to watch mm -hmm. and they've done it marvel really did take it and I, I i generally believe did a good job with it but again i don't want to yeah, i don't want to mix my words hard, with this part it's hard talking about that type of uh, aspects about comic books but it is it is there as well like i said there's always mm -hmm. Elements like if you look back, going back years ago, the X Men was a was like big, like to what was going on at the times as well. well yeah, Marvel had, got always had the, the, the finger on the pulse when it comes to did. this type of, uh, like I say, injust injustice, shall we say? Absolutely, um, no, world. absolutely, because you had you had with the X Men, you had Xavier and um, Magneto, and you had that was your Malcolm X and your Martin, Martin Luther King, and it they're always they're fighting for the same purpose they just did it two completely different ways and marvel was so brilliant in bringing that in and they've done it the black panther man that just it just came at the right time for people and it oh, i just i've seen yeah. like 
Just um, a few comments regarding, like I said, the element in Winter Soldier as well. The things that I loved about it was like the, the comments that, like between Sam and Bucky, the relationship and like say some of the things they said, like the line in when uh, Bucky says, means when, like say, calling back to Steve, when we talked about giving you the shield, we didn't know what that, that would mean to a black man having the shield. To me, that's what it hit home. I was like, shit, that, 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 because nobody would know what that meant. Nobody, that is, nobody would know. Yeah, that that is the hardest thing. It's like a country that you're fighting for, but uh -huh. so split down the middle. And like saying, even in Sam's big speech, where I thought was really sure. cheesy and over, <laughs> over. It was, was it and, was. The but the last saying, there's some people that would still hate me it was like shit this yes like we had that comment uh, back when obama got made a present like i think we were in the pub with i mean friends saying how long do you think there's going to be when the till there's going to be an assassination attempt that that's the scary shit like we shouldn't even be having that type of conversation no, but that's the type of world no but that's yeah. the type of world we're living in yes. and i think marvel brought it, it did it did it really well but you're right that that last that last monologue with that that dialogue with sam when he's talking to the people that he's, he's mediating which is all that carly really needed to do in the first place but never thought to do that she thought she would just go um dictator on everyone and yeah you know multiple be, be a massive terrorist organization anywho's but the last few minutes of that when he's explaining himself the fact that he, that people are going to hate him for being Captain America and then there's a guy who says and I, I sent this to my sister earlier and I nearly found myself crying over it when the guy goes oh my god it's Black Falcon yeah and he goes no that's Captain America see I and had I was the, like yeah I had the opposite <laughs> I was so angry at that part I loved it because then it just reminded us that he he has to now he's never he's never going to be just Captain America, he's going to be the black Captain America. His race shouldn't have to be yeah. the forefront of what his name is. But and I don't think they had to use it in that sense. I, to me, it felt that's when it felt forced and over cheesy. I know what I can say, it's it, it's it, it probably was meant to be there, but mm -hmm. me, it, I, I didn't think it needed to have like especially like, a black man stand there going no that's Captain America I thought like even if having the people there watching them and smiling that would have been reference enough for me enough yeah that the the last bit with the museum and Isaiah because I thought Isaiah I thought that was that was fantastic I actually really liked that story in there oh, I and it's, that was one of my favorite parts of the, the whole show yeah. that whole it starts um, that. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, no, totally. I wanted to see more of Isaiah's story. Um, but it starts when... Sorry to cut in there, sorry. Uh, me and okay. Nick were talking about it because Isaiah's character looked like he had a lot of aging makeup on his face. So we thought, oh, somewhere in this show we're going to get a, a flashback of a young Isaac fighting uh -huh. on how, how he reacted in the war. That was what the impression we got because, like, say, when you look at the, the character who plays him, Carl Yes, a very great Yeah. But I thought we were going to get more of his backstory and actually see him like at war or what he did, but that was probably something I was a little bit gutted about. See, this is probably like because the it's you're right, you remember when you were saying earlier about 
loads of different endings. They had loads of little different stories within ones. It wasn't just about the flag smashes. It was John's story, Isaiah's story. And I think Isaiah's was, for me, just, it felt more important. Mm -hmm. um, and it starts when he goes to see Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. And as they're leaving, the police pull Sam over. Yeah. And it's not until they say, do you not know who he is? That's why he gets away with it. Yeah. That's why he gets away with not being pulled over because he's an Avenger. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that element is, like I say, done so well. And like I say, that's what I wanted to carry through. But it was kind mm -hmm. of, like I say, touched on. But then I was like, yeah, not really going back on it. But that was the whole, I think... As I said, if they'd made a few more episodes, stretched out a few of the arcs a little bit more, you would have got more from it. But if it's at the end, like I was kind of rushed to get to the ending. And yeah. the only thing, only issue I had with the ending with the Isaiah's character, everything I loved about it, but the thing that I still don't understand is they give him, they've got my statue, great. They've given me his legacy, which is great. But mm -hmm. the whole point he was angry was because he lost his wife and he never got to see her because he was in jail. Would you be able to yeah. forgive that for a statue? I don't think it was more to do with... I, I, no, I, no, you're right, you wouldn't. But I think it was more to do with Sam yeah. and what he can now do. Yeah. I don't... I think you, there's, certain, there's some things you can't, mm -hmm. you can't... You can't ever forgive. Yeah. Um, but I think... Sam and what he did. I think that's what he was. I think I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't think he'll ever be able to forgive. Getting acceptance from Isaac to be Captain America. That was what uh -huh. Sam wanted or needed to say that. Like I said, now I can move on. And I think he did that when he said, "You're special. You're not quite Malcolm. You're not quite uh, uh, yeah. Nelson." But I like that element. And like I said, I did. I like the whole chemistry between Sam and because he could. And Isaiah, the frustration and like you said, the years of pain, the years of anger and frustration, that, that was brilliantly and like even in his eyes you could tell. Like you said, he's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, Carl Lumley. Carl Lumley, who played Isaiah, was absolutely he was breathtaking when he was on. He gave us chills. That end scene was it was just I understand what you mean. How, the, how could you forgive so quickly just because you got a statue? I think it was more than that. If you notice that photograph on the back was of black soldiers, that's yeah. real. Yeah. That's a real picture of black soldiers in World War II. Yeah. And I think it's more to do, it wasn't, it, it's not just about him. Yeah. It's about all of, all of these, all of these people who have been discriminated all because of their color and yeah. not treated as like Steve was, and I'm not, not like, see, I see, I don't want to make, I don't, I don't want to get into a race thing, but that's what it really I think that's was. I what it wants to do, it wants to open that discussion, so I think it it's does, it does, but I really try to be careful. <laughs> oh, no, definitely, but I really try to be careful on what I say, because I would hate to say the wrong thing, because it's, you know, I'm, don't offend anyone. No, that, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to upset anyone. And I know the message that Marvel were trying to put across. And I really was behind it. I thought it was beautifully done. I think the problem is, like, say, I, I, as I touched on before, we are never going to feel what they went, what what people went never. through, like, say, in them days, or what are still going through now, like, say, um, it's definitely it's devastating to know 
that, like I say, this type of prejudice is still going on. And we'll never even a percentage of what it's like for people, like I say, of, of, of colour. Um, especially, like I say, I think, again, with the, like I say, a comic book show will always bring elements out and try and di be diverse and stuff, which we have seen a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. I know there was a lot of talk years ago that Will Smith wanted to be Captain America when they were talking about making a Captain America film and people were laughing saying, even then saying there'll never be a black Captain America and stuff like that. But it was kind of, that was, wow. that, that was even about 10, 15 years ago. But and then Marvel went, fuck you, we're going to make Sam yeah. Wilson Captain oh, America. Like saying, it is good to see. And like say, I'll be interested in seeing the Captain America 4 when they make it and what elements they're going to do. It's just... It's going to be brilliant. You know it is. I think with the shows, it's so trial and error mm -hmm. because I think this, I think they generally did. But if you're, if you're writing what you're saying with the writers, then it's their fault. Yeah. We got what we did. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not all bad. There was just, uh, there was a lot that was good. There was, I don't know, because every, it's me. I think with everything, if you go from the microscope, you'll, you'll pick apart anything, which we, we've pretty much done. I know this is probably our first time of doing this. We'll probably learn from it. People, like, again, comment and see how you feel. Or, right. Yeah. When it comes to reviewing things, you can't just stick to the script because it <laughs> doesn't work that way. If you watch anyone who reviews anything, they don't stick to a format. You cannot do it because no. it just goes off in total different directions. And to be honest, you can end up changing your opinion by the end of it, which I think I might have. I don't yeah. think I like this. I don't think I like this program now. <laughs> what I do love about this, though, doing it this way, because like I say, we had an inkling of each other how we felt, but we didn't. No, mm -hmm. like it's, I'm, I'm loving your aspect and your take on it. That's bringing new light on certain things that I didn't see, and I probably should <laughs> made it made you feel a bit down on it. But again, I, I hope I know it's probably coming across. I'm not saying I hated this show. I just no. wanted wanted more, and especially when there's something in like elements of the X Men in as well, like Mandalore, which I haven't even talked about. And then we got no reference to any mutants, like like we thought we were getting in thing. It's like they keep telling us these aspects are going to come into the Marvel universe. I know Marvel and Kevin Feige is, is just teasing, but it's like, fucking come on, give us something more. We need it, something more now. I, as I always say, in Marvel, I trust, and I do trust them. And I just, I, I don't know what I wanted from this. That's the problem. Like, I know I, I love Sam and Bucky. And you know what? They could have just done a, a full thing of them two and their relationship. Yeah. And I'd have been all right with that. But then you go and put it, it's the, the, the bloody flag smashes Carly. Oh, I just can't, I, I can't get away with the actual, the whys and the whens. I understand the whys, I understand why she was doing it for, but what did she have to go all bloody crazy terrorist on it? It was, and the, the serum, I don't understand why she had to have that in order to get her point across if she yeah. was such a, but apparently, and also the aunt as well, that funeral, mm -hmm. massive scenes taken out of that. Yeah. Because why the, why should we give a shit about this woman's funeral? Yeah. We have no idea what she meant to that organization, but there is scenes that have been cut from the program that mm. would have explained why we should have given a shit. Yeah. It's like she was an interesting character, and I was like, I want to know more about her. But you never got to know about her backstory. You never got to know 
what drove it? I know you said from the blip, but what was a life like before the blip? Well, yeah, what was our reasonings behind it? A little bit more flesh to it, and you would have cared more. Because I'll be honest, mm-hmm. when she died, I didn't care. No. I thought, oh, well, she's gone. And bye bye. Yeah, but like I say, the flag smashes, <laughs> they had a quite a, quite a striking look. The mask and stuff, I was getting right. Bring elements into it. What kind of bad guys are you going to leave in from it? If this is a yeah. start point, where are we going to go? But that's the thing, it's in. And again, looking at the show, uh, I, I know Marvel, like I say, not are being quite coy with which shows are going to get multiple uh, series um, and which I, which ones are not. Mm-hmm. I know I don't. I, like I say I'd be very surprised. Like I say, if we will get a, a second series of One Division, um, this one potentially we could see more. I, w- I would have liked to see like the more adventures of Bucky and Sam, um, but in on, a, on an act- mission. Yeah. Like, and that is a start to finish mission, which yeah. is what I thought we were getting. Like, but we there were so many things interwoven into it, yeah, that it just it got too complicated, yeah. even but, for a, a TV series. And they, yeah. and they went with how many episodes? It, they, yeah. they didn't even have a chance to flush it all out but and make well, it actually care. I think, well, you, you touched on <clears throat> there were so many things happening during the show, like so many stories. But none of the stories moved anything on. You just got now uh, the US agent is the same dick. He's just wearing a different outfit, um, which could be leading into the Thunderbolts, which does would make sense. But again, who are the Thunderbolts going to be fighting? Because we still haven't got like the Avengers team now. We don't know who's going to be involved in the Avengers. Because the Avengers are no the- more. If, if from what they said before, they that uh, they're expanded, aren't there? Isn't that what? Having a break, I think that so, but is it having any- a break because of the world, <laughs> the world. but no, with, with one division, you needed that, you needed that series, and you needed that time in order to explain what, what where we believe Marvel's heading. Mm-hmm. And they did, and that's what was great about it. And there was, and it was one story, not if it wasn't just her story, it was you got you got Wanda's bit at the beginning with the series, and then it cut. And then the next episode, you didn't get any of Wonder, and you got all of the other side of it. It yeah. didn't confuse things. It actually made it easier to follow. Yeah. But with this, there were so many things cut and pasted into it that it just, it was too much. And if they do a second series, I would like the adventures of Captain America and the Winter Soldier yeah. on a mission, start to finish, doesn't need to, just like the comics, doesn't need to have a, a point in in a, 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 like going into the the it was just that's the story. Just have a bad guy wanting to take over the world, wanting to blow some shit up, and to going through the motions to get shit done. Jobs are good, and easy. exactly. Nice but this exactly. felt a bit messy. But again, it's give us some interesting talking points. It'll, it'll, it'll not be a show that I will go back to. I'll be honest. I'll probably like see a lot of the Marvel mm. films. Like I say, I will watch One Division again. Probably in a year it. or two, just to experience it. But this, I probably would say, yeah, I watched it. It's the same with, like, say, uh, even when I do, like, say, we talk about doing, going back and watching all the Marvel films. We'll get so far, and we'll world skip probably Thor two. <laughs> probably never watch it. I, I never watch it. I am on three. Um, no. Like, say, we probably wouldn't watch it. 
but no don't watch it don't watch that don't watch it actually i do that at work sometimes because iron man is one of if not in my top of marvel films and i think it's because it just sets the groundwork for everything Mm-hmm. Like everything Marvel is comes from that one film, and I absolutely love it. It's it's it ages so well. Yeah. Um, but I won't watch the Hulk. Obviously, <laughs> I did. I didn't even enjoy it when it came out. I thought I, I don't. I didn't like Edward Norton as a, um as Bruce Banner. No, didn't like him. Didn't see it. And when Mark Ruffalo came in, I was like, I like even before I saw him on the screen, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I can way. I can picture it. Angst about him where Ed Norton was a bit smarmy. Like mm-hmm. I said, I would see Ed Norton as a villain rather than like a hero, which um, is, like I say, but again, there's, there's elements like that that I haven't touched on as well because, like I say, the, there's the whole leader character that's not been touched on again. So it's the guy who uh, got mixed with a gal who made his head expand or something like that. Can't, can't remember his um. name. It was the guy who was trying to help uh, Edward Norton's character, um, and he managed to subtract some of the shit and it went on his head. I know who that is. Oh my god, and I can't think of it. What? Oh, that's gonna bug the crap out of us now. Um, with with um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't particularly like Thor one either. It's not bad. It's just not something I can go back and rewatch again. I don't know. I think it's like say. Uh, it's it's entertaining, but it's not it's not one of the ones I would miss off if I was watching the the list of, uh, like I say, the Marvel films. Now I know, like I say, me and my friends will sometimes every so often we'll have a Star Wars day, and we'll go back and watch the yeah. original tr- trilogy, but and we never watch the other day. <laughs> but, uh, the other day, I started from episode one, watched Phantom Menace. Got a friend coming to join us next week. Oh. Mhm. Um, you're gonna hate it. You're gonna absolutely <laughs> uh, hate it. You'll be. I've bought a Jar Jar. I have not just bought a Jar Jar. I have bought a huge Jar Jar. Oh, right. I'm gonna show you something I picked up this week. You'll be very jealous of. I know exactly what it is. Oh. No, I don't know what it is. <gasps> wow, he's fantastic. And we're selling them off on sale in the entertainer for twenty pound. And it was you a Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for people at iTunes. Yeah, it's a, it's a bobblehead, Boba Fett. Yes. Bobblehead. Giant bobblehead, Boba Fett. Yes. That's impressive. No, Jar Jar is going right in my shelving area behind us. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> right. He's massive. Uh, have you got anything else you want to say about the show? Or? Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Won't watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I do love. Sam and Buggy, I do, I, I, yeah, I do I want to get my point across that I did thoroughly enjoy the the acting was not bad. The dial the dialogue was a bit questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I've just got it's one. Not la- how I thought this was going to go. One last line that when it was said, I actually shouted at the screen because um, I know uh, Nick Nick was out when I watched it the first time annoyed me so much and again for, for Marvel to put it in it made no sense at all it's when Carly is on the phone with Bucky and she says to him have you never fought for anything more than yourself let's get with her he's fought the fucking Nazis he's fought fucking Thanos in the infant war and you're having a little go about um, this this crusade you're on I was just like 
that, why would you even sit, have that in the, the show? It made no sense to do that. It just irritated us. No, I did. You know what? I never even, I probably did hear it, but didn't pick up on it the way that you did. But now that you've said it, wow. Yeah. Wow. Buggy sacrificed a hell of a lot more than what you'll ever do. He even makes that point yeah. when he's in his therapy session about the fighting that he's had to do. And the, the little piece that he's only had in his lifetime was when he was winning Wakanda, getting his head checked out. Like, you, Carly, didn't like you in uh, Solo, certainly didn't like you in this either. Yes. But yeah, same as you, like I said, didn't hate it. Might sounds like I did, but there was elements like, I think um, episodes three and four, I really loved. Them, them were the ones that I, I picked up and I thought, yes, I'm gonna like this show. I'm getting the I'm getting the feel of it, but yeah. overall felt a bit underwhelmed and left left wanting more if that makes sense. Which I know yeah. sometimes is a good thing, but not in this way. Not in this way. I just uh, I wanted something a bit more clear cut. Yeah, and not so convoluted with everything else. But the, like the the if they just had it about the flag smashers and the Isaiah story because the Isaiah story is yeah. the driving force in getting. Sam to be Captain America. That's all they need to do, yeah. That's all they need to do. But then you've got John, which I get because he's like the he it's the it's the two different approaches on how you approach Carly. You've got Sam's way of doing it and then you've got his way of doing it. Yeah, I think so I get him being in it and and being that counteraction counteracting part to Sam. Yeah, I think with John my take on it would have been, out of, like like I say, less is more with him. If we saw less of him, he would have had more of an impact because yeah. he was annoying us. Yeah. Then at the end, it was kind of like, like I say, you were a bit much, but like I say, having him in the background just causing headaches for them. But yeah. stretch the series out a little bit longer. Again, have more information so we can care and once we care yeah. more things these things would have like to have would have been a bit more interesting but definitely it wasn't a miss totally it's, it wasn't, I'd say, it I'd wasn't. Say if you like i say if you love the marvel films and you look, want to continue on watch it 100 percent. you're going to need to know this bit in order to to get the fact that now sam is captain it's, america whether or not you want to actually go through the progression of how he gets there is a completely different thing you can just go at the last episode and see him wear that suit which again the suit was fantastic um but again but yeah i didn't the reveal of the suit was came straight away the first couple five minutes of the episode i was like wanting it to be this big reveal but yeah again, da, 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 da. and but no we got a here i am and yeah. also i love have you seen the meme with the shield in the chair yeah <laughs> I didn't want to couldn't touch that. Like I, I couldn't stop laughing at it. I don't know physics enough to know why the shield does what it does and why a chair can withstand it when nothing else can. But yeah, <laughs> some weird choices, shall we say? <laughs> yes, it really was. So is that our is that our thoughts? Is is that where we're leaving it? Didn't yeah. didn't didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Yes, pretty much. Like I say, a, a kind of missed opportunity, but we'll see where it goes. If that makes sense. Yep, I think you were expecting me to absolutely be all over this. Just I was, I was expecting you to be the Marvel fan girl, and like I said, I know 
sometimes people can get the blinkers on. Like I, I know a few people's post on the page. Like uh, one of the lads posted this morning said he absolutely loved it. I was like, but why? <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, it's well, it's, I did that with Captain Marvel. Yeah, that was very much um, when I went to see Captain Marvel. What, uh, like I, I remember coming out of the pictures and seeing it, Caroline. It's not in my top five, but I loved it. It was amazing. It was this. It was that. And then when I got home, I was like, I watched it with Anthony. I was like, oh, is it though? Is it really this? Is it really that? And I kind of like take it. And I did it. Do you know what? I've done it with a lot of films. I think I get so excited when I'm at the cinema that I, I generally like, I have to watch things over and over again. You can ask Carolyn, you can ask Anne. I watch things so many times and it's because I don't take everything in the first time. Yeah. Um, and I remember leaving Suicide Squad. When If you called me after I'd watched Suicide Squad, I would have told you that was the best film I've seen all year because I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And yeah. then when I got home and watched it for the second time, I'm like, oh, oh no, that's not so the I can't defend Batman versus Superman, so I can't really talk about it. <laughs> I can, I, I can, I knew what I was getting into when I went to go and see it. And I knew what I was getting in. I actually, I think, I think I wore my Captain Marvel jumper. Yeah. For Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. That's how much I didn't give a oh. shit. I'll tell you what, I'll finish with this story as well, just to give you, because uh, mm -hmm. talking about wearing t-shirts inappropriately, uh, when we went to Florida, uh, when they marveled the Marvel Land in, in Island Spin Adventure, yeah. um, I was wearing a, a Batman t-shirt, and we went to get a, t a photographs taken with Spider-Man. No, actually, it wasn't a Batman, it was a Superman t-shirt, I don't tell a lie. And we went to get our photographs taken with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man ripped the piss out of us, saying I was... Uh, uh, selling out and saying he, he wouldn't shake me hand because I was a DC fan. So yes, so, uh, Spider-Man give a shit for wearing a, 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 a DC t-shirt. You deserved it. <laughs> you definitely deserved it. You can't go to bloody... Being the, being the nerd that you are and you walk into Marvel in Universal Studios and wear a DC t-shirt, like, come on. I've never... No, I have, that's a big fat lie. I've been to I've been to Universal Studios with Marvel there. Just the old way of it. I haven't been with Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Oh, highly recommended. Get some advertisements get some free tickets. But, uh, yeah. Get me to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's our, um, that's, that's our thoughts and feelings on Falcon and Winter Soldier, but now renamed Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, let us know, let us, let's have a conversation, get it in the comments. You might agree, you might disagree, but remember, no hate here, no, um, no shit for something you didn't like that we said. Just yeah. talk to us. Yep. Don't like do what said, happened on... No, no negativity. Like I say, everyone's got the right to their no. own opinion. Like exactly. I say, I always agree with it. Um, but like I say, uh, if you've listened to the last two podcasts, great, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this one. Yes. Do you know what I saw? Uh, I watched it the other day and I was like, oh, that was, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing it. And I really enjoyed watching it too. That's really not, that's really not bad of it. Watching yourself. <laughs> Pretty much I was like, yeah, you look good. Um, <laughs> you don't yeah, sound like a bitch. Just, just, to do, uh, just to remember as well, like I say, we've got the Facebook group, um, Nerdy Up North Community. Like I say, it's grown every day, which is amazing. Um, a lot of decent banter and like I say, talking about everything from like favourite films to favourite computer games, even the computer games that you don't like. And also, like I say, you can follow us on uh, Spotify now or follow us on iTunes, which is doing really well, which is amazing, which uh, like I say, I'm getting blown away by each day. 
But again, <laughs> please like, subscribe, um, do everything else. Because like I say, we, we want to try and get uh, as many views as possible, hopefully. We just want to, we want to build a community. That's what we want to do. We want a, a community of like-minded folks who don't have to go through the constant shit that you can get from different groups of just having a different opinion. We're all, to me, fandom is about having conversations with people and having debates, but not getting personal about it, not getting pissy about it, and not throwing your dolly out your pram if someone doesn't like what you're saying. And what I found in the Facebook community group, nobody does that. Nobody has a fit if you don't like something or you don't agree with something or you agree. You know what I mean? I've not come across anything like that at all. And yeah. it's so refreshing in, in, in like in nowadays because I've been in groups on Facebook where people are just assholes. Like if you don't well, agree with dick. what you're Sorry, you're still a dick, Sean. <laughs> oh, behave. Behave yourself. But yes, thank you so much for all the comments. Um, for the views, for the any downloads that you've done on Spotify and iTunes, we really appreciate it. I'm having an absolute, I've been so looking forward to this all day and I'm really not well at the moment. I have an ear infection. <laughs> well, what we're going to do as well, because um, like I say, we're, we're going back to the format of top fives from next week. Do you want me to, because mm. it's my choice, do you want me to mention it now, the tease, or do you want to leave it in anticipation? I want to leave it in anticipation because. Um, well, it's only me who gets surprised. I'm the one who has to do it. So, go on then. I'm intrigued. Top five favorite TV shows. Now that's going to be. It sounds easy, but I bet it fucks with your head so much. Oh shit. Yep, it's already doing it. Because you will change your mind, guaranteed, at least twice before we even do it. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my god! I've got to stop thinking. I've got to stop thinking. I know, and I know. I can tell you, number one, but no, I'm, I'm gonna wait, wait next week. Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, Paul picked. Paul's picked the top five. You know, you can do it. You don't have to ask, as you know. You can just tell us. This is your. This is your party. I'm just a plus one. It's a, it's a joint experience. So don't worry. But um, <laughs> but like I say, um, we'll let you go now. So thank you very much for tuning in again. I'm gonna. To finish off, because I like the same, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be here right, uh, next week. <laughs> yep. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye.